0: Yeah ladies and gentlemen very privileged now to be sat down by an absolutely extraordinary artist in his own way he's got a brand new solo album out as well coming out this uh, month it's also got a brand new single out and it is Luke Mori from The Giants Thunder how you doing my friend I'm good then how are you I'm absolutely fantastic I've got to say congratulations on this single straight away it's catchy, it's snappy, uh, it's got a lot of uh, media attention as well as fan attention um, and it seems to be going very well um, even before the album is being dropped. The single is getting a lot of recognition. Uh, is this something that you was expecting to happen straight away or did you think it was going to take a bit longer for people to hear?
1: I've got to be honest, um, I, I didn't know quite what to expect. Um, you know, it's been 23 years or something since I last made the solo album And, uh, you know, so the world has changed massively in those 23 years, obviously because of digital technology and the internet, and it's made all sorts of things possible, and the way people consume music has changed. So to be honest with you, not a clue. Uh, But so far, touch wood, everything is going very, very well, and the reaction uh, to the first track, as you say, has been super positive. So hopefully it will be the same when the album comes out.
0: I've got a massive feeling that it's going to be. uh, First single... uh just killed by Cobain. Uh, we'll go into that a little bit uh, in, a, in a moment, but it's very snappy, like I say, very catchy. And it's nice to hear something quite different to something that you're not hearing right now. Uh, is this, a, is this a, a number that you had penned a while back or is it something about what's happening right now? Let's tell the story about this song.
1: Uh, well, to be honest with you, I wrote it Probably about four or five years ago, um, while I was writing the Thunder album, All the Right Noises, and Mm -hmm. that one sort of popped out, and I thought, well, I'm not sure if it's really a Thunder tune, Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll just put it to one side, because it kind of, uh, at the time of writing, I just thought, that's kind of in that Americana, Tom Petty, kind of that sort of area, and I thought, well, I'll I'll just leave that, I'll park that for now. And then, uh, obviously, during the pandemic and lockdown, everything happened, and I just thought, well, what am I going to do myself? (laughs) i better get to (laughs) work. So I ended up I write all the time anyway, but I ended up uh-huh. writing even more than I usually do. Um and that song and another couple that I'd written that didn't really fit the Thunder kind of sort of template were sitting there and I just thought, Well these are quite interesting and then I wrote another couple that didn't kinda of quite fit. So I, I just thought, Well maybe this is turning into something and um then I just followed that through. I said Okay, right, I am I'm gonna make an album and I made the decision and then I had to sit down and finish it of course. So uh, but yeah, so this that particular song is is a few years old. Most
0: of them are more recent than that. Mm-hmm. But there you go. Well, for people that don't know who Luke Morley is, uh, you, you are part of one of the biggest bands, um, Thunder. You're the, one of the chief songwriters. You produce, you're producer, guitarist. Uh, you know, when you're writing these songs then for this solo project, are you thinking about the Thunder fans? Are you or are you thinking about a new audience and maybe some of the solo uh, you know audience? How how do you feel when you're writing these songs? You know because you've got a big audience yeah, to, to please you know
1: yeah i mean to be honest I, I i try not to because i think if i worry too much about the audience i, I wouldn't be able to do anything because i'd be terrified of getting it wrong so i think okay you know we've always uh, i've always taken the the the, the kind of attitude with writing that initially i i have to write something that i like that i believe in and then you just hope that enough people out there like it to keep you in the living and yeah you know. Keep, buying the tickets, keep coming, buying the albums and coming to the gigs. And, and you know, because I think you have to be genuine to yourself first because if, if you're not, then you, you, it's pretty difficult to get out on stage and perform something if you don't believe in it. And uh, so I, I have to write what I like and then hopefully or what I think is good and then hopefully other people, enough other people will like it to keep me uh, in, uh, in, in beer and skittles
0: you know. Kind of. It's great. And and I was reading up on on a few things about this single. Um, Kind of a single about how you guys, Thunder, was just about to go over and do the big tour in the States, break the States. And obviously that grunge, what literally killed everything off, uh, came along. And then next week, you know, obviously you you had to stick to what you was normally doing and not the States. And... um, how do you feel the times have changed from then to now? Because it seems to have come around, in my opinion, from the outside looking at the fans now. You know, this music is back in. Thunder's back in. You've got this music like a Tom Petty feel. It's all back in. Do you feel like that is right? Is that a right explanation for all this music? I guess. I, mean, I, think, I think
1: everything's cyclical with music. Mm.
0: Um, things come and go.
1: Fashion's mm. come and go. And I yeah. think that's why. I think if you're in it for any kind of duration of period, I mean, you know, Thunder's... 33 years old now um, and before that three of us were in a band called plane that, that failed abysmally but we learned a lot um, mm-hmm. in the 80s and um, I think the one thing it teaches you is that everything goes around and comes around so that's why you know when fashions are changing and things are rearing their head and new things are coming along I think it's a very dangerous thing as a musician or as a writer to chase that because obviously if you're chasing something you're always behind mm-hmm. I think you have to do what you feel do it the way you see it do it the way you feel it and hopefully if it's um you know people will pick up on it if it's genuine and music you know fashion's come and go but i think good music good songs which is at the end of the day what it all comes down to good songs stay around forever and they you know they kind of people will take them into, into themselves they become part of people's history part of their, their their you know things that bring back memories associations from their life and. and you know, that's the great power of music. And that's kind of above and beyond fashion. That's something else completely. Absolutely. Uh, and I think that's what we all strive for as songwriters, is trying to create those little moments that people, that make, you know, enhance people's lives, make their life special and, you know, bring back great memories or whatever. So, you know, I don't think fashion's ever really got anything to do with that. Mm. Um, not for me. I just try and ignore it and do what I do, you know.
0: That's a great way of explaining it. You know, it really is. And again, for being a songwriter, your songs have lived on for a long time since the eighties with Thunder, and obviously solo albums as well. You've obviously met and you've got a lot of pals now in the business. What you can ring up. What was it like for the process? Then, so you've you've wrote you've, you've wrote the numbers. Are you the kind of artist what likes to throw these out there to some of your pals first? Say, look, crack on with this. Have a look, see what you think. Or do you get them involved in, in the recording processes?
1: Well, I, normally, I mean, with Thunder, obviously, it's a band. I mean, I'm the person that writes the songs, but obviously they've all got to feel comfortable and of write the songs, believe in them, and, and, and be able to see it. Mm. Um, obviously, when you're making a solo album, and because I was making it in lockdown, I, I didn't ha- have anybody to collaborate with physically at all. It was mm. just literally me. That's why I ended up playing most of the instruments on it. Um, when it was done, though, I do, obviously, you know, you do want to get feedback from people you respect and people whose opinion matters, so, you know, I... I Obviously, played the album to a couple of guys in the band. Um, I've played the album to Andy Taylor, somebody that I've written with for years and years, Mm. Um, and I respect greatly as a songwriter. And and you get a little kind of bit of feedback from people. You know, I mean, my wife. Obviously, she lives here, so she has no choice. (laughs) (laughs) the songs developing from day one. Um, So you know, and she's uh, pretty frank in her opinion. Yeah, Yeah, that's cool too. So. You know, you get like feedback from people and then when when you think it's finished, then you put it out there and then you obviously then the wider industry people, like people at labels and stuff, get to hear it and then you get another level of kind of, of course. opinions. So by the time it comes out uh, to the general public, quite a lot of people have already passed their um, their opinions on it. Um, but ultimately, I mean, it's important to listen to, to, to take people's input on board, but it's like, a, I always think of it as like, a, it's a big sieve, you know, you take, you put it all through the sieve and the bits you think are relevant you keep and everything else you ignore because you know you can't please everybody all the time and no. you know you have to. what are you calling it you know
0: exactly would you would you tour the album have you got plans of touring this album would you or is it just a project that you just release and then you'd crack on with thunder and obviously carry on with with thunder
1: well initially you know i i, I wasn't going to do. Mm. Uh, i just thought you know and the label i've done it with a very understanding i said to them, look you know thunder's my priority with currently waiting for Danny to get over the terrible injury he had and and, and, you know he'll get there but we you know we're not quite sure how long it's going to take him Mm. Uh, so this is for me it's kind of it's very much a side project Thunder's very much my priority but um, obviously the response to the first track's been very very good so now I've got everybody on me going "Oh, we should do some gigs (laughs) so so I'm talking to people about it. I might do. I mean, if I can do it the way I want to do it with the musicians I want, and at the mm. time that that fits everything else that I'm doing, then yeah, I'll, I probably will. Mm. But it's not confirmed yet. Um, I'm still kind of trying to move a few ducks around to get them all in a row. And um, but hopefully, you know, there'll be some news on that later.
0: Now that'd be great if you can as well, but even if not, obviously the album is out uh, back end of June, ladies and gentlemen. Everything's on the social medias. How do you feel then nowadays about all this kind of stuff what what 's happening with the music world? Do you think it's what 's the word is it do you think these young artists what are coming through now are listening to guys like yourselves, or do you think they 're coming in at the wrong angle and trying to get in for it for the wrong reasons these days? There seems to be a lot of bands these days that are coming in trying to copy their idols maybe or maybe going in through the the views and that's the word the views and all the numbers you know do you think what would it be like you know with your music now to back then is what i'm trying to explain without criticizing too many people about doing it the way they do it you know would you would you would you keep to the present now or do you think it was better way back to how things with was with music how it was released on the album you had to buy the album and, and you didn't have the social media you know i know that's a tough question it really is but it always yeah, baffles me it,
1: music has changed obviously and mm. it must change everything must change it's the later of life mm. i guess back in my day you know the hardest thing when you're in a young band and you're trying to get on the hardest thing was getting somebody to invest in you, so you could afford to go into a studio at two grand a day and make a record. Mm. That a record deal was everything yeah. you know, when, I, when I was a kid. Nowadays, you don't need a record deal to make a record. In fact, you can make a record in your bedroom. Yeah. So that side of it now, I mean, it, that's good in some ways because it means it's much much easier for people to make a record. But mm. the problem is now that's exactly what everybody's doing. So. You know, now the world of the internet, uh, social media is crammed with everybody going, I made an album, I made an album, it's really good, it's really good, invite, invite. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get this thing about how many likes you get. And uh, I mean, it's, it's. you know, this is kind of, this is the modern world. And it's it's kind of weird because it's kind of different, um, a bit different than like I said when I was young. But, it, you know, I, I wouldn't like to be a young artist now. Mm-hmm. I think we had it easier yeah and there were uh, kind of the fact you had to go all through the the rigmarole that we went through meant that there was a kind of filter process in that you know you had to go out and learn your craft and be able to perform live and do all those things Mm -hmm. before a label look at you, particularly if you're a rock band it's a big thing about rock band is the live show um now kids like i said they can make great records in their bedrooms if they learn how to work the kind of software and everything and put it out there but they might have no experience of playing live mm -hmm. and you know out in front of an audience if you if you have not you know if, if you have no kind of history of doing it it's a scary place to be um and that's the real world you know when people actually see you it's a visceral response so if they don't like the show then they might not come back they might not buy an excel so i don't know there's this pros and cons anybody mm-hmm. can make a record now but is there enough are there enough filters for that to pass through to make sure all the quality floats to the top yeah. And I don't know is the answer. Um, I don't know because there's so much of it. And I can't possibly keep up. I try, but you, you can't keep up with everything. It's impossible. Mm. not a thousand a day, you know. So I just, normally with new music, I wait, I wait for it to tap me on the shoulder or for somebody to say to me, oh, this is good. You should check this out. Um, but, yeah, a lot of the time I do find a lot of new music a little bit disappointing because I'll, it's because I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just look back and go, well, it's great, but somebody did this better 34 years ago. Yeah. So. You know, and it's not that new or different to warrant kind of maybe some of the attention it's getting. Yeah, but, I get you know, that. you have to judge music or any art over time. You know, you, it's when you look back at it 20 years later, you think, well, oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, and I about how much of the new music's been created now, how much of it is going to last that long. I don't know.
0: Ah, that's a great way of summing it up. And I guess, again, it just shows you credit to, to yourself how your songs are still living on. After all these years. It's incredible since the 80s. And it just shows you how much of an artist you are yourself with these songs. And that you're still creating. And again for people that don't know. Go and check out the album out. Back end of June. Songs from the Blue Room. Uh, the single is out now. Killed by Cobain. It's fantastic. I absolutely love that when I see... The side project kind of things, as I say, coming to life and just seeing that little thing going and in the, in the light being lit and enjoying it, it's great, it really is. And I've got to say, I appreciate you sitting down with me. It's been fantastic. Don't no worry. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, check it all out on the social media pages. Go to the web pages. It is Mr. Lou Morley.